that was Steve's train of thought. But that had to always be Steve's train of thought through everything he ever did. Right. Just not even think about it. He's a good person. He does things because they're the right thing to do. He has never once... And Zemo did the same thing. Uh, sort of not as prevalent as Bucky did, but when he points out, there's a speck of green in your eyes. Like, this, these aren't things Steve has ever, ever, ever in his entire existence, however many hundred plus years it was, ever had to think about. Never, never, never had to. That's why it's his biggest flaw. Because he never has to consider what it really means for him to be Captain America. When he stopped being Captain America, it had nothing to do with the culture war at the time. Because if you think about when Civil War was first released, I mean, culturally, we were, we were going through some shit. Yeah. And the fact that the MCU is supposed to, you know, mirror our real world, real world timeline to to an extent, to give it a degree of reality. The only reason he walked away from being Captain America is because, you know, his, his old friend who whose dad built the shield. Now he doesn't feel like he, I don't want to say deserves the title Captain America, but he knows that's not who he doesn't need the title to to be Steve Rogers, which is fine. But he never has to stop and think of the implications of what it means for him stepping down, stepping away, or, or ultimately being one of America's most wanted. He never has to feel that. And he also doesn't have to stop and consider, you know, really what it means for his black homie to be America's other most wanted. I mean, uh, really, w would Sam Wilson have gotten the pardon he gotten if he wasn't friends with Captain America? Very true. That, that's not something Steve Rogers had to think about. It's, he probably never thought about. It probably crossed Sam's mind a ton of times. We see it when the cops stop him and Bucky. Bucky, the assassin who's killed countless numbers of people over the years. This is on record. He's in, in court-mandated therapy. The cops pull up on him, and they're like, excuse me, sir. Is this Negro bothering you? Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. So, yes, Captain America's biggest flaw is his white privilege and the fact that he doesn't even know it exists and doesn't have to. All right, so that first two minutes was Cajun. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, they we've been saying bunch. this. We've been saying this for years. <laughs> You've been saying this for whole, years that we should just start, that in the middle of our conversations... We should just start pressing record, and I just slyly came over and sat next to him, pulled on my phone, and hit the record did. button. I was, I was mid rant too. Uh, here, mid. here's the thing. So I'm gonna do. This is gonna be completely off the cuff, natural bullshit. Welcome to I'm too black for this, the 50th episode celebration. This is the beginning of it though, because I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna get Dion. I'm gonna talk to to Anthony. I'm gonna try reach out to Joe. Uh, 50 episodes in a year and it's just going to basically be what you just heard this is going to be the conversations that we have as friends this is not scripted this is just the, this is the shit we talk about no ketchup packets will be harmed in the, in the recording of <laughs> this Christ. segment just oh god this asshole went viral on tiktok <laughs> first oh, oh. video uh, uh, one tiktok video oh, over a god. fucking ketchup packet <laughs> and it just still the, the likes are still rolling in and I hate him for it because I work so hard really on my TikTok. Really <laughs> oh, I wasn't God. even going to post it. I wasn't. And then you made the comment you made. You're like, watch this be the shit that fucking goes viral on TikTok. Yep. And I'm like, I'm curious. Yeah. And, and, and sure enough. Yeah. I was just bullshitting with, with, with my boss. Sure enough. 
So yeah, uh, this is like I said, completely off the cuff. That was Cajun. Uh, he he had called me the other day and uh, told me that Captain America's greatest flaw was white privilege. And I was in the middle of work and I forgot to call him back when I got off. And then he just that was just him giving me the rundown of the gist of where he's coming from. And I don't disagree. Uh, and it's like you said in the end, it's not something that excuse me, Steve necessarily even knows he has to acknowledge because he skipped over all of that now that said that said time displaced steve rogers that got to live out his life with peggy Pe- without with what is her last name i something forgot peggy carter oh god wow bad marble fan um i feel like him going back in time and getting to live it. Steve Rogers did not sit around mm-hmm. during MLK, Malcolm X, no. uh, John Lewis, uh, 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 Rosa Parks, all of that. Steve Rogers was not laying in the cut for any of that. But that's why he became Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and there's an episode with the black mailman and he's sharing the swimming pool. That's exactly what happened. That explains, you know, oh, he still joined the military for a little bit. Got a bunch of marine tattoos that he covered up with his dad's sweaters. You you, you do know that that's a, that's a myth, right? Not, not in MCU. <laughs> no, no, not in MCU. We're talking about MCU, Mr. Rogers, who is Steve Rogers. That's what we're uh, But, yeah, no, no. But, yeah, I, well, it's not. the same thing. I don't think that Steve, like a lot of people are like, oh, Steve, you really think Steve time traveled and he sat back and didn't do anything? Absolutely not. I think he took a cue from his friend, though, and, and took a more desk role, an aggressive desk role. Yeah. But I think he understood. He saw through Sam Wilson and obviously through the turmoil that the Avengers caused that you don't have to, quote, punch your way out of everything. Yeah. So I think in, the, in that timeline, he went ahead and, and did things. I don't want to say the right way because that's not even how I would phrase it. That's not even what I think about it. Just a different way. Especially now that he's going to be a husband, probably had some kids. I kind of feel sad for him, though, because the way he was talking about Peggy when he meets up with Sam again, she already dead. Again, he outlived her again. Yeah, well, I'm a super and, soldier. Well, yeah, that's true. That That's fair. But, I mean, could you imagine having to watch your person die twice? I mean, shit. Oh, right, right. Well, I, I mean, I and just, you got to think about it, too, just... Steve has watched everybody, honestly, except, well, I mean, he did watch Bucky die. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's watched what he thought, yeah. everybody that he's cared about deeply die in some way, shape, or form. Like, excluding Sam and Sharon and, um, like, let's say Clint, Bruce, and, and all them. Like, he's watched Tony, he watched Tony die. He sure watched uh, Peggy die twice, like you said. He watched Bucky die once. He... Well, and well, actually, he's watched all these people die more than once because mm-hmm. the snap initially he watched them all die during that too. He like he didn't watch Peter die, but he he knew Peter died. He didn't watch the Guardians die, but he knew they died. You know, he didn't watch T'Challa died, but he knew he died. Mm-hmm. Um, That's assuming he went to a timeline where the snap still happened. Well, I mean, he he was there for that though. He experienced all that. Right. Yeah. And 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 Infinity War. And then, I mean, he was a grief counselor, for Christ's sake. And in the beginning of Endgame, he was hosting grief counseling sessions for people that, were, that survived the snap. I mean, that's just another point. Took, took a point from Sam. Like, yeah, because that's how, what Sam was doing. This is how you do it. I don't think we talked really either about, we don't, that's not, that's outside the scope of this conversation. But just the fact that Sam spent the entirety 
of Falcon and Winter Soldier trying to grief counsel everyone around him and himself. Oh yeah, at the same. Well, I mean, when, time when it comes down to, to this this particular context, yeah. we didn't actually sit down and talk no. Falcon and Winter Soldier at all. No, no that was, we didn't. Uh, transitional was just, time for all of us. Like you were busy, I was busy. Like we didn't I'm, have time to. I was just driving, and I've been rewatching all these episodes and going through Reddit fan theories and this and that and podcasts, and I'm driving it. I don't know. It just hit me. I, I don't know why I was driving. I was like, this privileged motherfucker. Like, yeah. I really, and for a split second, I was mad at him. Just a split second. And then it was gone. So, yeah, well, Steve, Steve, Rogers is one, Steve Rogers is the type of white dude, though, that if you checked him about something, mm-hmm. Steve is going to um, is gonna talk to you about it, and he's going to listen to you about it. Steve isn't the type of white dude that's like, well, that's not what I meant. No, Steve is going to no, be like, no, I'm absolutely. sorry. Explain to me what I did wrong, how I can fix it, and how we can help other people but fix it. There's just, there's... As weird as it's going to sound, there's no time for that when you're fighting Thanos. They, oh yeah, they, you're, not, just isn't. That you're is, not wrong. That is not a conversation. No one. Well, I mean, look Avengers at look at the way he is around I mean, women too. Like he's yeah. uh, extremely timid, and he has that extreme forties attitude about mm-hmm. it. Like I mean, well, look at like and and uh, Winter Soldier. Nat's trying to set him up with people, and he's like afraid to do it. He's like, well, she, you know, my dance card's full. Blah 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 blah. And that's like, for the love of God, go out on a date, man. Like. If I see another is Captain America a virgin fan theory, I'm I'm gonna why? Can we talk about the fact that and and this is <laughs> this is not a shot I need to say this out loud. This is not a shot at the LGBT plus community, but I need people to stop with the Bucky and, and Cap shipping like they're platonic best friends. They're practically brothers. They can be in a loving relationship without being sexualized. Everybody says that about men doing it to women, but there I I know a ton of women that have done it to these two, and like it's just supposed to be okay. No, they're best. They're practically brothers. They literally grew up together. They did everything together. They're ew. <laughs> like had it been like oh you know there's sexual tension between Iron Man and Cap. That's absolutely true. That's a hundred percent true. But I get behind that. That's not what anybody was saying. Had it been like oh there's sexual tension between Sam and Bucky. There is. There absolutely is. Um, I mean, shoot, the trailer was them arguing like a married couple right. in front of a freaking, what what was a stand-in for a counselor. But the two people that I don't think had any of that tension were Buck and, and Steve. No, like, not in the least bit. That, that was a blood, yeah, a blood bond. That was, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, no. That wasn't, that wasn't a Brokeback Mountain bond. Yeah, there was um, more sexual tension between Bruce and, and, and Tony. <laughs> shit, there was, yeah. <laughs> Especially when he was trying to make him Hulk out. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why, though? Like, what are you... <laughs> Shit, there was what? more sexual tension between War Machine and, and fucking Nebula. The, <laughs> there was. In the five I really thought I really thought they were going to run with that. It <laughs> seemed like they were going to run with it. Um, and, I mean, now we know from What If that she does like black guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. I mean, not surprising. Not at all. I mean, not surprising she don't take crap from nobody. She ain't about to put up with nobody punching drywall because they're mad. <laughs> But yeah, like it, it's, it's. Steve is white privilege personified in the way that like is the actual true form of an ally, and then you have Tony who's white privilege personified, and the if you tried to correct him about it, he's just going to try to give you money to shut you up. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I am not a Tony Stark hater. I love Tony oh, yeah, Stark. No, no. My the biggest downfall I see in the MCU, and this is just with like posters and artwork coming up for um, for Spider-Man 
Not everything needs to be surrounding Stark Tech and Tony Stark. I don't know if you noticed. Did you see the new poster for, for No Way Home with no, Electro? No, I didn't. Well, it's an up-close up shot of Jamie Foxx, which, can we say thank you, they improved the design versus the... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate the Amazing Spider-Man 2 design for him, but, like, this one's improved. Like, we actually get to see it's Jamie Foxx. But anyway, he's wearing an arc reactor, and I need star tech to stop being a prevalent thing in the mcu i just think they're just really trying to hammer home this is where we started and and it's always going to be a thing. and i mean that's great uh, but like and i think i don't need tony stark to be the replacement for uncle ben yeah I don't. But, but also to the casual audience that is not a comic book reading audience they don't want to see Tony Stark's imprint disappear from the MCU. I don't need it to be completely gone. I mean, we're getting a whole a whole series about it. We're getting Armor Wars. Right, but we're, but again, we're talking about the casual audience. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're going to cater to that. And yeah. I mean, that's with anything. That's with MCU. It's with pro wrestling. It's with any other show we watch. We're not it's talking wrestling on this show, I'm Cajun. We've got a whole right, show coming yeah, about that. The casual audience, is that's the demographic. You know, they throw they throw in little bits for us, like the uncle line and Hawkeye and and, yeah. and and the suit and the giggle. Like they do stuff like that for us. But the other thirty five minutes of an episode or whatever a movie might be, it's for the casual fan. You know what apparently we missed in Hawkeye? Uh, in the LARPing scene. What's that? There is an MCU, not MCU, a comic-accurate Hawkeye costume in the background. No, There's an archer. To, I'm going to go find it. After you watch it, yeah. I'm going to have to thank you people that go frame by frame, because I ain't got the patience. I do, <laughs> I do uh, not. The, the title of this episode is I'm too black for this yeah. shit. I'm not going frame by frame. I usually notice stuff like that in like a, in like a tenth of a frame, but like that I didn't catch. Um, but because there's so much other stuff, especially yeah. like... Not that, like, we're jumping around, because like I said, this is, like, my anniversary episode, so whatever. Um, but that episode of Hawkeye with the LARPing, like, to see how he went into it, mm-hmm. and realize that's the same mindset that Jeannie and I both had about D&D when we I first was, I was playing. thinking that same thing. <laughs> that's why I was so busy watching him try not to enjoy it. Because, yeah, by the end so of it, when he challenged dude to the fight, mm-hmm. he was into it. Clint was having a blast. He was. And I loved every second of it. I loved every I, know, and I, I love the fact that it was a black guy that they put in that opposite role to him. Yeah. You know, man, this is all I got. Yeah. Like, and it just... it, it A uh, black went, firefighter at that. Right. It just, it went back to Falcon and Winter Soldier for me because yeah. we're still, we're, we're on the ground level now. We're not worrying about Thanos. We're not worrying about the Eternals. We're not worrying about Kane. We're not worrying about any of that. We're worried about what's happening on the street. And this is what the black and experience I mean, is. I mean, don't get me wrong though. There's still fantastical elements of this. Mm-hmm. Like that last episode, you watched three. You watched three, right? Yeah. No. Uh, the the pin arrow. Uh huh. That was so that dope. Was great. That was. I did not see that coming. I was like, why is she? Why is he telling her to aim? A, is it like mm-hmm. a, a scatter shot arrow? And like he's gonna right. shoot it out of the air? And then when you see what it says on the end of the arrow, it's like this is gonna be dope. And then like the, first and foremost, so, like nobody says anything on the news about a giant arrow in the middle of the bridge. It's I New mean, York and Avengers time. They're they're used to it. I at feel this like point. Clint doesn't watch the news because he knows what the news is. Yeah. So he doesn't need to watch. He already knows. Like, I do need. I need. Uh, I need Rogers the musical to be a thing. I, I need the full length Rogers the musical. I, I need it to be a I thing. Yeah, I couldn't stop it. Like I was watching that whole scene. I was like, yeah, like imagine living through something like that and then going and sitting down in a oh, yeah. theater. 
Yeah, and it wasn't even just that. Like, like you, you watch it and you start to feel for him because then you realize like he sees Nat on stage, mm-hmm. and then yeah, oh the killer God, was the where little. Where did they find that actress from? Oh right, because at first I was like. Right, Scarlett Johansson, you just sued them, why are you... <laughs> but then the fact that the little girl turned around mm-hmm. and was cosplaying that and had the side braid mm-hmm. from Endgame and everything, I was like, shit. And, you know, and I, I love the way they're handling his hearing loss. I already told you what happened with my damn TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that made that scene... Oh, and I'm so I'm so mad that... It, so, for y'all that don't know, so uh, my TV did an automatic update or whatever in the middle of me watching the first episode of Hawkeye. And it updated a bunch of settings, including dynamic resolution and dynamic audio and whatever else. So it changed all my custom settings. Um, just in the middle of me watching the damn show. I don't know why I did it. I, I don't know, whatever. But... W- because I didn't have my custom settings, and now it was whatever the default was mixed with dynamic. As soon as Clint in that scene in in the Rogers the musical videos, when they started to show he had a hearing aid, my surround sound started echoing, and it was and it was dampened, and it sounded like I was like, oh my god, this is what they're gonna do every time he's the one listening. They're gonna play this weird echo dampening sound. Yeah, and and then ironically, and what they did in what? episode three, yeah, when they actually did when just they actually that, actually did do it. Yeah, I double checked my TV. I was like, wait, let me make sure. <laughs> so yeah, and it was funny. I didn't notice. I got like another twenty minutes through the episode, and I was like, this can't be it. Like, no, that the whole show isn't gonna sound like this. And I just went and checked my stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, my whole settings got changed. I was like, man, I was actually disappointed because I was excited. <laughs> I was excited. It wouldn't be the first time yeah. the MCU has done something like no, that. No, at the level of detail I thought they were putting in. I, I, I think they do a little bit of that with Macari and the Eternals. I still got to watch that. You really do. Uh, really if you don't do. make it to theaters, it's it'll be on uh, Disney uh, January 12th. I keep saying I'm going to go, and stuff keeps happening or coming up, or I just don't feel like getting off my couch. It's been, it's no, been that's a, fair. a rough winter. That's fair. It's been a rough winter. Yeah. But yeah, uh... That was a that was a very yeah. fast eighteen minutes. It really was. That's, <laughs> that's our that's our time. I'm kind of sad they missed whatever those first the first two the first were. two minutes. I came in hot too. <laughs> he did. Like he I really was, did. He really it was did. Like a mile a minute. All right. So peep game. Um, while Cajun is on, what I'm going to tell him is the idea I have for to launch our new show, which I've talked about several times. Because uh, I think I want to do it as a separate channel altogether. Uh, we're going to do table sliders and dice. Uh, I, we have the logo the logo was revealed on my patreon for those of you who are members of that um it is not uh for everybody yet i will reveal that probably in the next couple of weeks but after this month because obviously it's uh christmas time so all of us are like nose to the grindstone right now especially me and john working retail and cajun based you're not doing retail but you are basically doing retail shit yeah. for installs and stuff but so. i get to tell people to fuck off so it's great right I mean, so do I. But um, anyhow, uh, what I want to do for that, for our very first episode of TLD, uh, shorthand, I like that, is we are going to do a live stream. I haven't decided where yet. It's either going to be TikTok or Instagram. Um, And we are going to play. I got John a card game for his birthday that you're going to fucking love. Uh, I think I was telling you about it. The um, The Royal Rumble Rumble card game. Uh, We're going to play that. Uh, We're going to do our normal thing. You guys are going to cover whatever the week's wrestling is that week. And we're this gonna... is too much right now. Oh my god! Well, this again. This is a couple. This is yeah. gonna be. A, we got no, a few just, weeks from no, now. I so. just mean even. Oh my god! There's so much. 
There's so. And see, that's why we're dedicating an entire show to it. There has not been a greater time than right now to be a wrestling fan, except when WCW was. Unless you're a video game fan and you're still waiting on 22. (laughs) (laughs) Which I had a I have a theory about that. Uh, I just said we weren't going to talk wrestling, but I'm going to go into that. Um, I think that the reason that 2K22 can't come out yet is because they keep firing people. Mm, (laughs) So they got to keep taking characters out because they can't use them. Like 60% of their current roster for the current current video games roster are all AEW stars now. Well, AEW and AEW's got a game coming at some point in time too. They They went to THQ. Who used to oh, do... Oh, did they? Yeah, the, that's what I thought was the plan. I'm pretty sure. I didn't they, hear anything They went sure, to the old developer that used to do the WWE games. I'm down. So I'm down. They were like, you know what? Down. Honestly, you know... Like, oh, God. We're not going to talk wrestling, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yep. Um, you know what the engine they need to use for wrestling games, aside from the loot shit, is Rumble Roses, because that was the best wrestling fighting game I've ever played. Aside from the obvious cheesecake lewd stuff mm-hmm. in it, like the the fighting mechanic of that game was incredible, and that is coming from a lifelong fighting game player. Like the the the, the actual battle system in that game was so good. I, th- I think my favorite. I guess we'll break it down to fighting and wrestling games. They're kind of they they are two different mechanics. So I guess my I'll say my favorite fighting game mechanic would probably be. Uh, the Mortal Kombat game where you could switch styles. With oh, characters. that started in um, four. Uh, no, Armageddon. Yeah, and and I'm not gonna say it was executed perfectly because it was not. It wasn't. Oh no, it did start in four. Right. You but, had yeah. that was the one on N64 in the arcade. But, you had your two fighting styles and a weapon that you could pick. But just the idea of it, it was nice. But that being said, them going back to the natural two button with the Injustice Two system and the NK, you know, ten systems, they were. They were also excellent. Yeah, I, I was. Mean, I'm really glad. Uh, Mortal Kombat with a dedicated block button is exactly what we need. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I love the Injustice fighting system. I love it. I love just holding back to block. But Mortal Kombat with that dedicated block button, like actually hitting a block button, makes comboing so much better in those games. Oh yeah, and my my least favorite block mechanic would probably be press nothing. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a button presser. Right, yeah, I'm a button presser. What do you mean press the block? Nothing? Yeah, it's stupid. Um, but and then so favorite wrestling mechanic uh, would probably be uh, here comes the pain. It was simple. It was elegant. And that's why that game still has value to it. It did usually. what it needed to do. And then after that, I would call Def Jam Fight for New York a wrestling mechanic. Oh yeah, just the well, way Vendetta that, was an actual wrestling game. Right, Fight for New York, for New York. took that and improved yeah. upon it. Mm-hmm. And then the the ability, especially in the story mode, to mix your fighting styles yeah. because you're training your character. Mm-hmm. Just the the way the the button combinations worked, it felt like a wrestling. They're game. never gonna hear this. At least I don't think. But if anybody from Def Jam ever comes across this episode, the fuck are y'all waiting for? I, I would say at this point, it's got to be licensing. Licensing in a dead well, studio. The, remember, yeah, last year I got all y'all to follow him on Twitter. Because it was mm-hmm. like, oh, if we, we heard the streets want a new game. Mm-hmm. We get to a million followers, we're going to make an announcement. So I was like, everybody follow Def Jam. Mm-hmm. We need to get a new video game. And then they did nothing. I, I, don't, even, I don't even recognize that, that third entry they did. Oh, I, no, Icon is trash. That, that was one of the first games Tank and I bought on PS3, and that game is trash. That might, that, that might as well be the live-action DBZ movie. The only thing I liked about it was getting to beat the snot out of Mike Jones. I never even played it. Like, I just get, like I've watched people play it. Oh, we had it. And, and, and I just, I couldn't, and you know what? I couldn't get behind it. I was the like, worst I, part about it is, like, the idea behind it wasn't bad. Like, you could <laughs> remix stuff with the sticks. It's just the execution was terrible. Close your eyes. 
That is not my phone. But all right, uh, I am not actually cutting this short. This was a surprise anyway. Yeah. Um, no, it's almost so. 25 minutes, but uh, this is going to be the beginning, and I'm going to get, I'll get probably get back with you anyway before I post, excuse me. I'm, I want, this is going to be a long-ass episode, so probably a couple hours. About. And we got Game of the Year shit coming up. Oh, yeah. And, well, I mean, I want the 50th episode to be big. Uh-huh. So we're going to just talk about a bunch of shit, and I'm going to just splice it all together. Uh, like I said, I'm going to reach out to D. I've already, I've already reached out to D and, and uh, Joe and, and Anthony. Post them as short. Don't post it as one big, like, three, four-hour thing. Just post them as shorts. Just 50th episode, and we're still going. Yeah. Just so if one episode happens to be 10 minutes, so be it. Just oh, yeah. And then just put it. I might, I might even just, like, put spice them all together and put them on uh, YouTube, too. No, yeah, no. Eventually, you know, do the whole, you know, super cut. But I just mean right now, I mean, we're having fun. It's right. December. It's Christmas. You know, uh, pump out that content. 50, oh, yeah. 50th right. episode celebration. All, all, all the rest of December. Everything is 50th episode this month. Right. I don't so, even care. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> you're going to put out 20 episodes. It's all going to be the 50th episode. It's the 50th. Episode. <laughs> so. But, yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for riding with us for 50 whole episodes. Thank you guys that are Patreon supporters. Uh, thank you guys that have bought coffee mugs. By the way, coffee mugs available on Instagram and Facebook. If you want a coffee mug, reach out to me. I'll let you know they are $15. Uh, I can uh, get with my producer on those because he does other stuff too. And we can figure that out. I might actually be getting some stickers made. Uh, there, there's a ton of stuff. So just keep riding with us. Keep rocking with us. Thank you to Ryan, Mark, uh, Bethany, uh, Doug, B. Zach, Ernie, Chapin, everybody, and Chelsea, all, all y'all that have, have helped me out, have spread the word, that helped us to get to 50 episodes this year, and uh, to almost 17, well, actually over 1,700 uh, listens. Uh, I'm still trying to get to 2,000 by the end of the month. If we can get 300 more listens this month, before the end of the month, I will give away... Uh, a perception blurred coffee mug i will give away a tld coffee mug and then a surprise third coffee mug because there's another design that's coming too for another segment so i guess you guys should probably like share and post this to your friends and family is it, is it genie's girlish figure as as boma <laughs> bunny boma that's that's what i was going no they yeah. have to pay for that they're not getting that for free i mean just a nice <laughs> <silhouette. laughs> but yeah hey this is part one of the 50th anniversary celebra- 50th episode anniversary celebration. Thank you guys for rocking with us. As always, be kind to one another, watch out for one another, and please wash your damn hands, especially because the Omarion variant is out there. Omarion. Yeah, I said Omarion. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. He's, he's mad they named it after Transformer. That's what's going on. <laughs> and it was close. Omicron close is, a, Omicron is a, a, Greek, a Greek letter. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear Omicron, I think of Futurama. But wash your damn hands, cover your damn mouth, have a good day, take care of each other.